welcome to the DexNBA Podcast, part of the DC Podcast Network. My name's Sean, and joining me is Marco. I still got it. We still got to have it. <laughs> not this the out. one only. Not, <laughs> not as always. Yeah. Um, just for now, for this time. We we still got to figure out what the what you know what the etiquette is here. Maybe <laughs> maybe I'll come up with like little bits for each each of you. I think that would be nice. Yeah, yeah. I would appreciate that. Yeah. Um, did you like my bit then when when you introed um, or Lukey introed? Um, Alessio on the JVG tribute show, which you can listen on this podcast feed. <laughs> um, it was like, you know, Alessio the hater, network chef, editor at large. Yeah, yeah, all of his titles, yeah. And it was like, Alessio O'Connor, Alessio Obama, Alessio <laughs> Concert. Wait, no, no, I don't get that one. Don't <laughs> right, that's right, that's right. No, we'll just, we'll just move past it. It was, it was really bad. Wow. So how are you, Sean? Oh, good in yourself, mate. Mate, bloody beautiful. Just been enjoying that sun outside, you know. <laughs> Getting in the wet, having a couple of these ones. Getting in the wet, that's we had, incredible. We had an old-fashioned sausage sizzle at Bo's house, just like, just white bread, cold sausages, onions, tomato sauce. A white bread sausage sizzle, it's just white dudes in a pool. Yeah, it actually was. <laughs> um, but yeah, you know. There's something like, there's something about the shitty cold sausage. 100%. Like, it's not bad. No, it's not at all. Like, when when my father would purchase only those sausages mm. for, like, the fortnightly barbecue, maybe that's a little bit too much. Yeah. But if it's between, it, it's it's as good as a sausage gets, I reckon. Exactly. You can go off, you can go Kel Night on it and have Mandarin and, like, rabbit. <laughs> <laughs> I remember when I first moved out of home and I had that, uh, I was like, oh, I'm going to have people over for, like, barbecue at my house. And uh, I went to Soraka, so I went to the butcher. Mm. I bought like, oh yeah, I'll get, you know, I'll get the chorizo, I'll get the pork and fennel, I'll get this yeah. one. And I think I spent like $50 on sausages <laughs> or something. And then like three people showed up mm. and I had, I had like 30 sausages, three salads, all this stuff. I'm like, fuck, I should just go and like, you know, one, one pack of cold sausages, a bit of white bread. We would have had just as much fun. Oh yeah. And then like you've just, you've bought six beers and 50 yeah. sausages. That's actually, that's exactly what happened. Yeah. Well, no wonder nobody bloody turned up to your place. A couple of storms from Aldi. That was, that was my poison <laughs> back in those days. Holy fuck. What's a, what's a storm? It's... <laughs> It's one of Aldi's like fake brands. Yeah. And then they're like, no, no, no. But it won like, you know, be- yeah, yeah, best yeah. Australian lager of 2017. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, oh, fuck. It's actually pretty decent. And it costs like $32 for a slab or something. Yeah. What's that sound? No, that's the fridge. Don't worry. It doesn't, it doesn't show up on the microphone. Oh, <laughs> um, yeah. It's like, oh, you know, Hammer and Tongs, the greatest lager according to the Aldi's. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah, like yeah. award-winning beer. <laughs> Um, well, I've written down here, welcome to the Deep 2 NBA podcast, um, and I did have a funny joke to say, but I feel like we've done a few, so I might just try and, it's not a stand and deliver joke, right? <laughs> so I might try and sneak it in throughout the podcast. Right, okay. I'll, um, I'll be on, I'll be ready. It's I'll be like, on the watch. It's like a, a general enough topic that we're probably going to talk about. Okay. <laughs> um, but, but Marco, do you want to, do you want to explain what we're doing? Or... No, we don't need to intro to the podcast network anymore. Everyone already knows. No, no, no. You've, if, if. You've been, if you've been listening to the deep two, you know exactly what's going on. You've probably heard my voice before. I'm Marco. I'm from the Jeff mm-hmm. Angoni tribute show. Um, and if you're not listening to the other podcasts, like you're missing out. Like, mm-hmm. uh, I mean, this week alone, there will be three podcasts on the feed. It's been, it's been bloody four a week. It's been more than one every two days yeah. as of recent. And the season hasn't even started, sure. <laughs> As I live and or breathe. Um, yeah, pretty freaking good. I listened to Lukey's podcast today. He did mm. a quick little uh, episode of the W Basketball mm. Show. Great pod. He's, yeah. he's a good talker. Yeah, I, haven't, um, I actually haven't listened to it yet. Um, 
uh, I, I actually haven't, I haven't watched the game yet. I haven't watched yeah. Las Vegas Aces game for victory in well, the WNBA work, finals. Of course. Yeah, I know. We are, well, I have to watch the Golden State Warriors play the Sacramento yeah, Kings yeah, in the yeah, preseason. Yeah. <laughs> it was a pretty good game. Also, like subbing in Sabonis with six minutes to go in the fourth. It's like, you've got like games yeah. next week that actually matter. Yeah, and watching like RJ Barrett play 36 minutes today for the Knicks. That's like, so tubes. Yeah. But like, you know, he needs the practice. I, th- I can't think of anything worse than New York Knicks preseason. Yeah. <laughs> like the Knicks are a hard watch anyway. Yeah. And then... The Especially fuck? Tom Thibodeau era preseason. Yeah. Knicks. And like, I've watched enough Dante DiVincenzo. And that's yeah. like just the Bucks playoff runs and him on the Warriors. Mm. He's, he's so smack bang average. Yeah. Did you... Uh, I think I shared on, on the on the pod, but it was the it was the meme of like Charmander, Charmeleon, Charizard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And it was Nico Madanian. Dante DiVincenzo and then the guy who plays for the Warriors yeah yeah fucking Pods is 10 assists the other day 10 assists really 10 assists 2 turnovers he had like a 6-6-10 and then he followed it up with like an 8-4-6 2 turnovers so you're telling me you have this guy and you also have the 2023-24 preseason scoring title holder in Jonathan Kaminga wow Um, actually let me just check my notes here can you name the last three preseason scoring title holders (laughs) because oh neither can I um, but what we're doing today is bold predictions um, season is just around the corner uh, a corner also known as the corner um, we're going to come on we're going to wrap up a little bit of the news that's happened in the past couple of days um, quite some interesting news as yeah. well um, but you and I are going to give six bold predictions wow six that's such a random number and I'm sure Lucas will love it because he hates fives but um Three each, and do you want to kick us off? I think that's that's all I need to say. For sure. So, my first prediction, it's not incredibly bold, but I think Zach Levine will be traded before the deadline. He won't be in on the Chicago Bulls uh, come deadline day this season. I mean, we've talked about it ad nauseum in the past, but the Bulls are like in just such a bad sport organizationally mm. and, you know, <laughs> in the basketball product that they put on the floor. Since Lonzo was injured in when was it it was a it was against the Golden State Warriors yeah. January 2022 yeah. they're a below 500 team they're 59 64 which you know over a season and a half is pretty bad when you have DeMar DeRozan Zach Levine and Nikola, Nikola Vucevic like on paper that's just such a bad result to have mm. um you're coming up like this season DeMar DeRozan is another year older he's another year shitter you haven't made like any really attractive moves in the off season mm. that move the needle at all. You're coming off De- DeRozan's money this off season as well. So like there is that opportunity to get a good package from a contender who wants like another all-star caliber player at the deadline. Um, and then just, you know, bench, bench them after the rest of the season. Or maybe don't, maybe you're bad enough just playing him. <laughs> um, and yeah, like in an East where it's like, Apart from like the Washington Wizards, pretty much all the other teams are gonna not maybe not try and be good, but try and be better this year. Mm. There's like a good window for the Chicago Bulls to be bad. Mm. Yeah, um, I completely agree. Like, I, I really want Zach Levine to be on a different team, yeah. and I, th- I think it is a bit bold because this this front office has only shown that they want to win games mm. and they want to just like bang on mediocrity. Um, and you make a good point. There's a lot of like teams there that are rising, like you know the Indiana Pacers, the Orlando Magic. Just by pure like passage of time, mm. they're going to get better. Um, and out of the teams at the top, the Bucks, the Celtics, the Cavs, you know the 76ers. Now that huge yeah. asterisk, like what the fuck's going on there? <laughs> but 
I say James Harden never touches the court. They've still got Tyrese Maxey yeah. and, and Joel Embiid. Um, I think there's. I think it's as depressing as it is. They're just going to be good enough to win yeah. another forty games, <laughs> and that's going to be good enough for Arturis Karnaschovas. Mm. You're making you're you're coming out you're coming out this bold prediction with logic and reasoning, and that's not how they fucking think. They're thinking. Well, we haven't waived Lonzo yet, so maybe he'll start playing next yeah. year. Like, he's out for another year. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah, and there's just no... You have no idea what he's going to be like. Yeah. Gets yeah. As well. um, you know, I was going through old articles about it today. The one where they were flying in doctors all, from all around the United States to have a look at his injury <laughs> because they were just like... He, his body was just so fucked up um, from, from wearing the... Uh, from wearing the Zos. <laughs> yeah, from wearing the Zos. Um, yeah, I, I, I think... I, I do see where you're coming from, from that. But like, God, this has to be the moment <laughs> to do it. <laughs> like, because yeah. when when else do you do it? Like, yeah. you know, are you gonna, like, are you gonna extend DeRozan? Are you gonna give him? I, I'm, I, it won't be much money if you do. But like, are you <laughs> yeah. gonna lock into another X years of Demar Derozan, or like, are you just gonna let that money come off your books and like be able to actually do something interesting? Yeah, like, you have to extend him, and that yeah. that would be the only team that would pay him more than like anyone else would yeah like everyone's looking at him as as they were like three years ago a mid-level exception guy yeah um before the bulls were just like here's 75 million dollars isn't that crazy yeah isn't that crazy and he was genuinely worth more than that at the, yeah. at the time yeah. but now that is exactly who he is yeah uh if not worse like yeah. you know i don't and you don't know what like a mid-level demar looks like on a team like is he like carmelo anthony on the lakers or something like that like, yeah you know yeah, do you just yeah, yeah. throw him for some spot minutes to Take a couple yeah. of mid-range jumpers, or yeah, I yeah, it's pretty fucking shit. Like, <laughs> yeah. just, let's let's not build around that guy. Like, let's <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. Like, and all right. Well, let's say it is. Oh, sorry, I've just read your final dot point. Dest- destinations. <laughs> I don't know. Um, do, yeah. Do you have any places you'd like Levine to land? Orlando. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, that's a nice one. I mentioned uh, I mentioned in our group chat that Orlando are like you know let's say they make that OKC level push next season where they just hit the they sniff forty they're in the play in mm. you know you don't even have to win the play in games just, just well, maybe maybe win one of them and it's like oh you know bright future whatever whatever the team is um, I can see Orlando getting into that area where it's like oh everything's going fucking wonderful for them they've mm. got multiple future first round picks. Um, and I talked in the group chat about uh, whether it be just a, a signing or a sign and trade for Donovan Mitchell because they just need someone who can just like break down the defense mm. from the guard positions. Like mm. I think they're, they're fine with Wendell Carter Jr. and Paolo Bancaro. Also, Jonathan Isaac had a block today against Jonas Valanciunas. <laughs> no shitting. Um, and then NBA's official Instagram wrote, J.I. coming with the weak side block. J.I.? Yeah. Golly god. The rebrand has begun. That is unreal. Um, J.I. on JV. <laughs> we all fear. Um, but... Uh, yeah, like I mean, I guess I guess any anyone who can dribble and penetrate, yeah, on on the magic, but I don't and know. I, I mean, I I think they can put together an offer that would sway Chicago. Like they've yeah. got they got young players, they got picks, yeah, they got like, contracts. It, it'll like, be like Gary Harris, Cole Anthony, yeah, and like maybe two first. Mm. Like I, who knows what Zach Levine's market is because he's just never. We're not seeing any articles yeah. theorizing it because they've just consistently said no, mm. he's not for trade. Yeah, and like I think he's worse than Bradley Beal. I think Zach Levine is a worse basketball player than Bradley. Yeah, Beale. I I feel like I I agree with you, but I also think that your team looks so much worse with Bradley Beal on the yeah. floor than with Zach Levine. Yeah, <laughs> not yeah. like 
Well, we'll, we'll see what the Suns look like this year. Like, yeah. I, I, I'm holding out a glimmer of hope. For some reason, after this is like the third year in a row, I've been like, maybe Bill's like doing the right <laughs> thing. Like, I, I said that to Dante for fucking so long. Um, he's not. Like, he's he just loves money. But, like, I'll see what he looks like in a winning situation. Yeah. But I bring up Bill because, you know, his trademark it was whatever it was. Mm. Like, is it maybe Jalen Brown? And then obviously, being on that max contract with the no trade clause, it was a second round pick and like a bag of peanuts. Yeah. Um, yeah, well, you know, Zach Levine's, what, five, yeah. six years younger, like... Yeah. Maybe... He's not getting paid 50 mil yeah, a year. Yeah, he's not getting paid 50 mil a year. Um, he's also, I guess, like a more team-friendly player, you could argue, as, as yeah. well. Like, he doesn't, you know... Uh, I, yeah, I, 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 I think agree. Bradley Beals or, or always had a bit of that stink about him that mm. Levine maybe doesn't have. Um, that Yeah, that being said you're right like uh apart from your orlando's like who's willing to part with those sorts of assets for him like yeah. who needs his skill set at the moment like like do you think he's a three or a two i think he's a two yeah me <laughs> he's very clearly but if you're the indiana pacers who need a three is he a three <laughs> <laughs> or if you're the if you're the raptors who that, are desperate that the that indiana pacers Oh, that two three of Buddy Hield and Sacklevine. Well, be... I think well, it, Buddy Hield or Benny Mathurin. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, maybe yeah. you just trade Buddy Hield and Benny Mathurin for him. That's a good deal. Um, that solves all your problems. Well, um, if, if you were if you were starting a franchise, <laughs> would you rather Benny Math or Sacklevine? Oh God! And let's say they're both like minimum contracts for five years. <laughs> God, it's really a it's splitting hairs, isn't it? Yeah, no. Like, <laughs> should we move on? Yeah, we should move do on. You want, do you want to mention that team? Uh, I, I did. I did this chuck in how funny a uh, Minnesota trade would be. Like, you know, I I feel, I feel like Cat's a bit on the out there, <laughs> um, and you know, I actually think he'd be a good fit next to Anthony Edwards as well. Like, you know, if Zach, you, Zach Levine. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You move Edwards up to be a full time three. Well, like Conley, Levine, Edwards. Uh, they don't have Jared Vanderbilt anymore, do they? Yeah. <laughs> it's... And then that French guy. Yeah. And they've still got Naz Reed, so they still have a backup centre. Yeah. Who's, who's that for? It's one of the... Oh, they might need to sign another one. They might be a little bit short of that. <laughs> they're four's that brother. Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, it's... um. Uh, the, uh, his sibling did play for Charlotte. Yeah. Um, oh, my God, this is bad, isn't it? <laughs> but they're like, fine. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um. Oh wow, this is a this yeah, is really bad. Well, here let's let's move on. While, yeah. while, while I confirm. Hey, hey, Jamie, it's Jamie, pull up the starting four. <laughs> oh, Jaden Wink Daniels. Jaden yeah, Daniels. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not to be confused with Jalen. Not to be confused with Jalen Green. Um, <laughs> my bold prediction, which uh, I've been saying on on this very podcast, isn't going to be a thing. My bold prediction is that Chris Paul will finish the season with the Golden State Warriors. Um. The whole time after he was traded, I remember um, we went to Sam's to watch game mm. four or something. We had the paella um, and there was a rumor that like Jordan Poole might be traded for Chris Paul. And I remember like, it, you know, it was fucking hilarious because yeah. I hate Chris Paul. And then it's like, oh, you know, what would it be like? And it's like, expiring contract, he's just there for a trade. And I'm already writing down Pascal Siakam and Carl <laughs> a few towns, right? But watching him play has been quite good. Yeah. Like, he's an arsehole. Like, <laughs> he flopped twice in the last five minutes mm. against um, against the Kings in a game that we won by one point. Like, those flops mattered, right? Mm. Um, he's he's such a prick, but he looks like he's bought in. Like, he, you know, he's 
he's he's sitting up there and he's holding his jersey over his mouth with Draymond and Steph, and they're like, whatever the fuck NBA players do <laughs> when they cover their mouths, right? Like he's he's doing all that stuff. He's said all the right things. Steve Kerr obviously loves him because he's an old man who knows how to pass the ball. But it's it's just so interesting. And this is why maybe this... I'm kind of wrong here, but he's playing the Draymond Green role where he's the one operating the dribble handoffs. He's the one who's like standing at the top of the key while Steph and Clay run around. Clay is being so yeah. dog shit. But at least Steph's running around like getting open, right? And Chris Paul's distributing, which is like this... We haven't seen him play with Draymond Green, which is going to be a bit of a concern. But imagine if Draymond Green could just... If nothing's on on the pass could just do a little snake dribble in a pick and roll yeah. and then just get a wide open <laughs> midi that he like shoots 90% from. It's pretty fucking good. And I've only watched him play with maximum spacing because Gavon Looney hasn't been playing many mm. preseason games because he's got 82 more games to play after mm. this. So it's been Trace Jackson Davies who's like, loves to sort of sit in the dunker spot, but almost with yeah. the cameras yeah, 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 and then yeah. sprint in head first <laughs> and it works and the spacing works somehow. Mm. Um, I'm saying this as someone who, yeah, again, hasn't watched him with Kevon Looney and Draymond Green on the court, but it looks like it works. Like, it looks like it works as him as the, the small Sean Livingston who can't defend like Sean Livingston. What do you think about I, me? Well, I, I, I 100% agree with you. And in fact, I'm, I'm just surprised that this is your ball prediction because this is exactly how I felt like from the moment the trade happened. Like, I, un- mm. I understood your perspective that it's like, it's a, it's a contract, mm. which it is. And, you know, like, still could be right but like no it just makes so much sense and watching him in preseason he actually just does exactly what Draymond does like he just stands at the top of the key mm. lackadaisically and then makes exactly the right pass every single time mm. um you know I, I know again it's like a very small sample size but like he's taking threes he's taking catch and shoot yeah. threes like yeah. and he's hitting him um and then I, I think it's also like the concern about playing with Draymond like he's Chris Paul like he's he's a veteran he's played in a lot of situations he's mm. a very very intelligent player I think he like he'll just mold his game around Draymond like I don't think mm. he will just fill the Draymond role when they're on the floor together there'll be like a little you know there'll be like a little zag that um, Steve Kerr can use when they're on the floor together whether that's like I don't know even like getting him downhill and like you know getting him into his snake dribble or getting him space in the mid-range or mm. something like that um yeah, and I just it just makes so much sense, and it actually it alleviates the thing that I have disliked about the Warriors in the last like three years, which is that like Steph Curry just has to have the ball so much because like no one else can do anything yeah, with it. Yeah, yeah. Um, like in some of those preseason games, like Steph was like completely playing, yeah. like just completely off ball, like almost no, yeah. like he carried the ball up to halfway, hand it to Chris Paul, and then just like yeah, run yeah. laps around the defense. It's like he he really hasn't done that since yeah. Andre, Andre Godala left. Because mm, mm. um, when when Iggy was there, and like even going back further, like we had Sean Livingston. We had David West. Andrew Bogut was always the guy who yeah. was on the high post. Yeah. Like, we've always had just another ball and lose competent. Um, and, like, yeah, Draymond's there, but we sort of need another one. And yeah. Jordan Poole, like, was looking him off to take the test of the threes. Um, it's now, like, now he's looking Denny after off. And, and now we've... Yeah, that was, that was a funny tweet, wasn't it? But we've also, like, we've also got Darius Harwich who does the same mm. thing. And... Now that I've said this bold take, which might just be a contradiction to Sean's take, no, it's, it's not actually bold. <laughs> but like, if we get rid of Chris Ball for whatever it may mm. be, we've still got Darius Harris. You can do the same thing. Yeah, 
Maybe the bold take is we just needed more playmaking when he got it. Yeah. And look, look I, 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 don't, I don't know if I'd agree with that. <laughs> that's <laughs> take. Because it is, it's also the thing where it's like, yeah, you had Draymond who's like a playmaker, right? But he's not like, uh, okay, I'm going to call for a screen and like dribble yeah. you know, past the three-point line yeah. sort of guy. Like he's like, he's passing and dribble handoffs and stuff like that. It's like Chris Paul is, he is a point guard. Like he's got that, yeah, he's yeah. got that extra layer to his game he can which, is, dribble, which yeah. is dribbling the basketball which you know Darius Saric can't do no, no, no. Draymond Green can't really do yeah. Andre Iguodala could do it like that yeah, that, yeah. that was um, you know perhaps what alleviated a lot of the workload for Steph in that case um, but yeah and th- that's what I also wanted to say is I think it, what's so evident is the buying like he's just mm. completely however he feels about being traded to the Warriors and I, I don't know I think you get traded to the Warriors I think you're pretty happy whoever you yeah, are like yeah, whatever yeah. your stature but like you know I, I think if you're Chris Paul and you're at this stage in your career you could feel like a bit of a you know a bargaining chip like like oh okay you weren't it wasn't the Chris Paul trade yeah, right like yeah, you know yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was the Bradley Beal trade yeah um, but yeah like there's just no sign of ego or anything like that and he just obviously because he's probably like top three smartest player in, mm. in the league like he just understands the offense mm. immediately mm. Um, and like you know I know it's fucking propaganda um, but watching him and Steph like you know spending 45 minutes running yeah. around in tr- up, you know yeah, after training yeah. finished it's like uh, like I can't help but buy him but yeah, <laughs> yeah it's look some some people in PR do a great job <laughs> I think Ray Ritter does a great job yeah the girls are right. Right. there you go uh, should we move on to your next one <laughs> sure. um, well we, we hinted at this earlier in the podcast but I don't think the Philadelphia 76ers are going to make it out of the first round mm. um, there's just been nothing in this offseason to be excited about and this is a like this is an offseason that you know kind of finished with Joel Embiid winning the MVP <laughs> like yeah. I know there was obviously the very unceremonious dumping by um, the Boston Celtics um, but like their additions have been underwhelming what is like Patrick Beverly, Kelly Oubre um, Danny Green Danny Green like Danny Green for the second time I want to say <laughs> Danny Green born in 1987 <laughs> yeah. that's been one of the fucking Danny. American horror stories was <laughs> <laughs> Um, and then, yeah, obviously the James Harden situation mm. has just like, it's like, okay, you're not going to have your second best player. Mm. Like if, if he's playing, he's not going to be trying or, and mm. he's not, and even if he suddenly decides that, um, he can play for a basketball team where Daryl Morey's in charge, like he's not going to be good. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then, you know, we, we've spoken about Daryl Morey's penchant for, finding the best available deal he he invented the like all right ben simmons you don't want to play for us well i'm going to sit on you even though there is no obvious trade for you until a trade happens mm. but like there is no obvious trade for james Harden yeah. at the moment like um we can talk more about this later but like the clippers thing is ongoing and the question is just like do they want him and if the return is terrence mann and picks like that doesn't move the needle at all like, yeah, yeah. like that doesn't make the philadelphia 76ers a better team I can just really imagine Philadelphia matching up against like Miami or even Brooklyn and just like completely plummeting out. Yeah. Like yeah. It, it's just got it's just got that written all over it already. It's it's just miserable, isn't it? Yeah. And like the this the Ben Simmons situation was miserable as well. And it got resolved, mm. but they just like weren't very good. And it's like, oh maybe another year under the belt. But no, you just 
James Harden hasn't really had a good playoff series yeah. in his whole entire life. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's it's pretty fucking depressing. Uh, the fact that it's happening again. Um, and I was listening to I was listening to a podcast today that was just talking about that standoff between the Clippers and mm. the Seventy Sixers. And if a, if Daryl Morey didn't have this in his back pocket that he's been, like he's been here, like mm. he, he's done this before, and he knows that the standoff works for him, like you would be like, come on, just fucking fix this yeah. already. Yeah. But because it's worked, he can just be like, don't worry, someone's someone's going to be thirsty six months from now. Mm. Maybe the Raptors are like, fuck, let's just like you know go for it or something. <laughs> uh, what if there's some stupid team like that? Yeah. who's like, yeah, we want, uh, yeah, we want James Harden. So he's he's comfortable doing it. And if you're the Clippers, like, yeah, you, you can... Like, I think there was reported interest. Like, they, mm. they have said, no, we really want this guy. Mm. We're just, we've just got all the power in the negotiations. Yeah. So you just, you just, they're just butting heads. And I think they're both right. Mm. Like, whether both in their eyes and in my eyes, I think they're both right to hold out. Yeah. Because something better will come for James Harden that isn't Terrence Mann and, you know, Marcus Morris. Yeah, exactly right. But just how it feels at the moment is it's yeah. like... <laughs> the Sixers are proning the Clippers to make a deal mm. and the Clippers are like this is all we can offer you and it's like even if Philly were to accept the Clippers best offer like there's no player that comes back in that deal that really moves the needle yeah. like because you know Ty, Ty, I, I like Tyrese Maxine like he could make another jump this year but like if he's your second best player I don't think you're winning a playoff series like, yeah, yeah, you know yeah, yeah. especially with Joel Embiid who like is a really good dominant player but like he's not like he's not always the guy you can give the ball with 30 seconds left and you know yeah, yeah. guarantee him to make a bucket like he, he's a center that those yeah. he's not Nikola Jokic he's not yeah, Giannis yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. he's just a different sort of breed of player he's clearly proven he's got no mindset yeah absolutely no me- mindset no mentality no mindset mentality <laughs> <laughs> yeah I, I, I think this is bold because they're one of the top yeah. four teams in the A's but like I completely agree. With yeah, you. yeah. Um, it's it's hard as well because like I don't think that I don't think the East is very good this year. Like I, no, I think no, once no. you get past, I mean, I think once you get past Boston and Milwaukee, there's like huge questions about every yeah. single team. Yeah. Where you know, like if I was saying this about a top four team in the West, like oh they might get beaten by like well, you know like the Golden State Warriors yeah. finished where the six seeds yeah. last season and that was just completely unsurprising. Yeah. Um, whereas, yeah, like if Philly somehow scrape into third spot, they're going to be playing like the Indiana Pacers or the Brooklyn, yeah, yeah, or the Brooklyn yeah. Nets and, yeah. or the Atlanta Hawks. And even then, I don't really like their chances. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I think I think I'd pick them, but um, yeah, yeah, we also yeah, we just don't know what it's going to look like. We yeah. don't know who the fuck's going to be on the team. Yeah, I really hope, I really hope this just gets resolved. Like, yeah. And I like that Adam Silver went to Toxic Joe Corona and was just like, can you fucking fix this? Yeah. Just get it done. Yeah. Maybe we need a little bit of that here. Um, mm. Because like James Harden's not showing up to preseason and there's that new rule in the CBA, like the Ben Simmons rule, mm. where it's like, if you don't report to the camp, you can't play for a professional basketball organization mm. the following year. Um, and like, we'll see, like, yeah, we'll, we'll talk about it later, but like he came to day one, but then... Uh, what the fuck's up? Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then does, he hasn't showed up just, for anything Does else. he just need to rock up, put shoes on, and then go home, and then all of a sudden he's eligible mm. to be a free agent? Like, what's the... Yeah, and do the, do the Sixers let him do that as well? You yeah. know, like, are they like, yep, cool, you showed up, or are they like, no, that's not, yeah. that's not, like, showing commitment to the team. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah, it's just a big mess. And, like, <laughs> I don't, there's no way he's going to be playing for them on opening night. Like, you don't reckon? Well, like, I mean, what's, what's, I mean, I guess he has to. It's the 19th. Yeah. There's like six days until the season starts. Yeah, but I mean, like, he's, gonna, he's not going to be fit. Like, yeah, he's, yeah. He's going to have a he's gonna have a tweak in his back or something yeah, like, yeah. like that. Like, even if it's like, hey, man, you're 
going to be playing the first few months of the season with mm. us go do go do workouts for two or three weeks or whatever yeah. like yeah, yeah. And if you're hard and the best thing you can do is just rock up and play hard and play really yeah. well and then boost your trade value but, but when, is it, when Darryl, has he ever done that yeah. <laughs> so then Darren Warrior's not going to trade you because yeah. you're playing well and you're probably winning games yeah yeah, yeah. and every time Harden's won an out of situation he's like you know he's played like absolute crap yeah. like that's yeah. that's his method for getting a trade yeah it's worked twice before um, just mentioning Toronto just like in passing like would you do a trade based around OG Ananobi for James Harden, yeah. the Philadelphia 76ers, yeah. I would. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah. But what if it's just OG? I would I would honestly do a straight swap for OG if I was the Sixers. He's, what, is, what is he? Again, like seven, eight years younger. Like, yeah, maybe he's like 29. Yeah, oh, yeah, he's one of those guys who is an, yeah. up, he's, he's an up-and-comer and he, he could make an all-star jump this season. <laughs> he's actually, oh, he's 26 years old. Okay. <laughs> um, but yeah, just, yeah. That team would look so much nicer though. Yeah, it would. Um, Nick Nurse connection. Yeah. But like, yeah, even Nick, even here, but yeah, the Nick Nurse edition is sick. It's like, you might have got the best mm. free agent coach. Just the vibes are fucking Yeah, exactly. Shit. Yeah, and you know, I don't know, I don't know what he, I don't know what sort of revolutionary thing he does with this roster either. Cause it's yeah, like, yeah. Know, it's like, give the ball to Joel and beat more. Yeah. Run, run, pick and rolls. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He yeah. can't pass, we know. So it's, and he had the article in the ringer where it was like, if I get doubled, you know, some people, and it was like taking a quip at Jokic, like, some people will pass, but I just want to shoot over him like Kobe. Where, <laughs> that where's that got you? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, happy to move on? Yeah. Any final comments? Happy to move on. Um, so my one, I wrote before today's report about Ja Morant, but I said that the Memphis Grizzlies are going to make a conference finals trip and potentially more. Mm-hmm. Um, so Ja Morant is out for the first 25 games of the season because shooters shoot. Um, but this team just knows how to win games. Like this, the you know this team just John Conkars its way into fifty wins, right? <laughs> and I think if like if Marcus Smart is a guy starting instead of Jamal for twenty five games, that's fine. Mm. Um, Marcus Smart's in there. I didn't love the acquisition. I still don't really. Mm. Um, but I love just getting rid of Dylan Brooks. Yeah. And let's say it's like taking two steps backward and then three steps forward like. yeah and they've sort of like they lost Tyus Jones which is a big hit because mm. he's one of the best backup point guards in the league and they lost their best perimeter defender in Dylan Brooks but they sort of combined it into one guy that I don't like but does mm. those two things so he is the playmaker backup point guard and he's going to be your best perimeter yeah. defender so that's pretty cool like consolidating your assets and it only took them that Warriors pick for, for this year mm-hmm. consolidating your assets into one um, yeah I just it's they f- they were really scary when the Warriors won their title and we like just snuck past them mm. and Jaron Jackson was just like unbeatable on defense. They were really scary and it's like okay, you know, they're rightfully like you know they're the next best thing and blah blah. blah. Desmond Bain's sick, John Rand's obviously sick. You know they've got veterans there as well, um, and we all know like we all know the case. But I don't know if you read the article I sent in the group chat about how um, when Giles coming out of the draft, yeah, yeah. there was zero red flags about him. And it was like, you know, he's hardworking. Everyone he's ever met just thinks he's like the nicest guy ever. But he just sort of like got, you know, sort of like drunk off money. Yeah. And then like he apparently used to go to this like Memphis club. <coughs> um, and he used to just bring a couple of his friends. And it's like, oh my God, this is incredible. We're just coming here. And then it got to the point that the the club owner was like, "Hey, can you like stop being a prick? Like you're just bringing like massive entourages of people, and like you're really disturbing people." Then he got kicked out, and he tried to start a fight in the car park. 
<coughs> and then now, um, apparently he sat down with Zach Kleiman and um, Taylor Jenkins and he just didn't want to hear about what they had to say about just like pull your head in. Um, and then there's also this like worry from the front office that his dad's a bad influence yeah, on him. Yeah, I saw that. I saw and that his before. dad's just like vicariously living through him. Um, fucking pretty bad stuff for a dude who got told not to show guns on Instagram yeah. Live, proceeded to show guns on Instagram Live, whether it's fake or not, with his friends. Like, mm. what the fuck, man? Um, and then for another report to be like, people have told you to stop doing all this stuff. Yeah. And he keeps doing it. Um, mm. I, I, it's just that thing where it's like, all there is all this bad hoodoo around him, but like, it never affects his basketball when he's actually playing yeah. basketball. Like, yeah. he's so sort of like... I'm not, I'm not I'm not saying that it's not like a worry if you're the Memphis Grizzlies that this is what mm. the player that you've staked your future on is like but he just does not look like he is affected by it at mm. all and like yeah being suspended for 25 games that's going to affect your ability to play <laughs> play play well in the NBA but um yeah I like I 100% agree I the I mean you know I don't want to sound like Jimmy Butler or Trey Young here but the regular season should be a cakewalk for this team. Like yeah. getting a top four seed just doesn't bother them at all. Yeah. You know, again, yeah, like their ridiculous record without Jar. Um, in, in the last two seasons, wasn't mm. it? Like, mm. um, and yeah, I don't like, I don't think, I don't think the Marcus Smart thing, I think the, like you said, the Marcus Smart, Dylan Brooks almost swap is just like, it just doesn't affect you know, it doesn't put him up and it doesn't put him down at all. Mm. Maybe Marcus Smart's a little less cringe than Dylan Brooks. Maybe well, he's yeah, actually, yeah. A, you know, maybe he's actually a bit more of a leader than a, yeah. you know, than yeah. a pest. Like, yeah, I agree. Yeah. <laughs> which, um, which is a positive thing, particularly if, you know, this is who Ja Morant is. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it'll, it'll just be like staying healthy and getting to the playoffs will mm. be all that like really hinges on this team's success mm. um and yeah i reckon i can yeah they for me they'd be my second favorite to come out of the west yeah. this season it's, it's, very, it's a very early prediction denver nuggets, denver nuggets for sure. yeah, yeah. yeah they're um, really good <laughs> <laughs> i also like that they're they've still got a lot of draft capital they mm. earn all their future first round picks and they've they obviously like let guys like d'anthony melton mm. walk so that they could re- redraft guys and hopefully just fill their role players with four-year rookie contracts they're tradable they, um, they can still they actually can just still throw a package at someone if they have to yeah, and they just yeah. haven't had any need to yeah um and like you know if, if if i want to be a bit of a pessimist i wonder if i hope that isn't like a chip on their shoulder that will come back to bite them at some stage where they're like nah man we're just gonna keep winning with our own guys when it's like okay well if you can get OG, you definitely <laughs> yeah. you definitely should like I, I think they were one of the teams that had like had been reported yeah. to throw three first round picks at it yeah so right. it's like they're they're willing to do it mm. um the raptors just fucking hate trading their guys yeah no it's yeah. so stupid so dumb imagine if you had three first round picks instead of dennis schroeder yucca Birdle, <laughs> and like no hope <laughs> imagine uh, if you had you know one player who isn't like a six eight ball handler like you know <laughs> Yeah, there's only one ball. Um, yeah, and like if that is the Western Conference Finals, uh, Triple J against Jokic would be an interesting matchup. Mm. Um, yeah, well, would, you know, it, it would be even, Stephen Adams. It would be Stephen Adams yeah. on him, but it would be Jaron Jackson helping. Yeah, which yeah, is, yeah, yeah. I mean, Jokic is, I don't think he's ever been phased by help defense. Yeah. <laughs> um, all right, I'll move on to the next one. Yeah. 
Um, this is. I think this is my boldest prediction. Yeah. Um, I think the Brooklyn Nets will be a top six seed, and I'm definitely. I'm. I'm definitely. I'm hedging here. Like. A, a top eight would have been a much easier thing to, to say, but this damn plane. <laughs> but um, yeah, you, you have to go out on a limb occasionally. Um, I, I I just feel like there's been this real undervalue of them in this preseason, where it's like, oh yeah, but like you know they've got lots of good, not great players. Like oh, they could kind of fall apart by design or otherwise at any point. Mm. Blah blah blah, but like they have so many good players on their roster. Like mm. they have such a nice, uh, varied roster. Mikael Bridges looked like so so good last year, and that was like you know uh, being thrown into a situation completely by surprise, asked to do something he'd never done in his career before as well, mm. and he got the results he did. <laughs> like I don't know what he's gonna look like um, with a whole off season with the Brooklyn Nets with this recognition from the franchise that like he's their all-star guy as well like mm. I feel like there's been a real like okay Mikhail like you were so good mm. you're you're like the primary option on this team that's who yeah, we want you to be yeah. Nick Claxton was yeah defensive player of the year candidate last year he's my pick for DPOY this he's year he's Sean's pick for this year <laughs> spoiler alert um, yeah he's a year older like he's got you know two or three elite wing defenders two or three elite point of attack defenders as well yeah, beside yeah. him so he's just gonna have like this perfect yeah defensive storm i think like players are gonna move off this team because they're just gonna be like you know it's gonna be like fruit picking for yeah, <laughs> for, yeah. for contending teams come the deadline they're gonna be like okay which three and d wing do i want yeah, like which yeah. backup point guard do i want yeah, like yeah, anyone yeah. can move at any time yeah but like just by osmosis they should be really good and the teams that are kind of around their tier, like the Hawks, the Pacers, the Heat, the 76ers, like I'm not, I'm just as convinced about them as I am the mm, Nets. Mm. And I think the Nets, the, yeah, like they just have the least to lose in this situation, you know? Like, yeah, I, I agree. And I don't even, they, they might not necessarily be cherry picked as well. Mm. They could also be one of the buyers at the trade deadline. Yeah, if, like, if well, that's exactly right. If yeah. they're 10 games above 500, they, they own all their future first round picks. Mm. Um, and they have the matching accelerator to get something done. Like they were, they were one of the final three teams in the Damian Lillard mm. trade. Mm. So like, who's that next guy? Like, yeah, do they want Chris Paul? Zach mm. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, like if, if if one of our two guys um, gets moved, but like they're they're in the discussion because mm. they've got a really good trade offer that they can put together. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I I, I like this. Yeah. Yeah. Now, can I say it? Yeah. Can I say the B word? What's the B word though? We're not allowed. We're not allowed to talk about him on this podcast. Ben Simmons. Oh <laughs> yeah, yeah, true. <laughs> like you know, what, what was our what was our catchphrase the other day? Like you know, notwithstanding that it's preseason. Yeah. But like yeah. he looks, he actually finally looks like he can play basketball against NBA players. Yeah. Like I mean, <laughs> some of those highlights were against <laughs> fucking Maccabi Tel Aviv. Yeah, 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 yeah. But he, it's promising that he can dunk the ball. Yeah, yeah. And, like, actually driving to the basket, like, yeah. you know. And, yeah, like, it was it was, it was, was the Instagram highlight reel of, like, oh, my God, like, he took LeBron to the rim. Look yeah, at that. And it's like, yeah, yeah. yeah, but, like, probably most players who are 6'8 or taller should be able to take Especially year, in pre-season. year 21 <laughs> LeBron to the rim during preseason. <laughs> um, but, like, it, he, does, um, he does look more confident and he does look uh, more comfortable I, I was just listening to the Nate Duncan episode with 
the Brooklyn Beat reporter. Like, yeah. I can't remember his name. But yeah, he was just talking about how he's like, he's finally, you know, like we're finally past the timeline for the pinched nerve to appeal. <laughs> like, and he shouldn't have been playing last yeah, season yeah, because yeah. like, uh, you know, um, it's, yeah, it's like an 18 month recovery or whatever. Yeah. And then he just looks physically the best he's looked since he got to Brooklyn. Mm. And then also like, you know, there was a lot of patching up to do. Obviously, we know Ben Simmons has like the most delicate <laughs> mentality of anyone yeah, in the league. Yeah. There's a lot of patching up to do with the Brooklyn Nets organization. Like him and Jack Vaughn didn't get along. Uh, he was mostly on the out because Kevin Durant didn't want to have anything to do with him. And now it is like, you know, he has an opportunity to turn over a, a new leaf. I'm really like struggling to say this because I I, I sold all of my Ben Simmons stock mm. completely so long ago and I bought all anti-Ben Simmons stock on top of that. Like I really yeah. was completely done with thinking about him as a basketball player. Yeah. But like he is he is there and fit and yeah, like yeah, yeah. if you know at at his worst he's gonna be bad and then I think they'll be bad because of that at his best we know what he's like at his best but then if it's somewhere in the middle like it's a valuable contributor to a basketball team um yeah i mean the fact that you said the b word and i just <laughs> didn't even fucking know what the fuck was going on but i think i'm just gonna look this up yeah he is i believe he can sign an extension next off season oh so maybe that's got something to do with it <laughs> he's got next year I mean, this year he's owed 37 mil, next year he's owed 40 mil, yeah. and he's a free agent. But yeah. I believe he can sign an extension well, on top of that. I mean, you know, that helps my case, I'm sure. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I mean, he's still got to be good at basketball yeah. if he wants to, yeah, he wants to get the money. Right. Um, I just, yeah, I, I'm like, you. Yeah, I sold it all, and it's like this motherfucker, and then like now he's come out, yeah. he's had he's had two good preseason games, and mm. he's like, I've always wanted to play for the Boomers. <laughs> so like you've actively, like, you've almost like held the ESPN, the decision episode to say, I will not be playing in yeah. the Olympics. But if, you want, if he's good, and he wants to play for the Boomers, <laughs> that's pretty fucking cool. That would be really cool. That would be really cool um, as well. Like, we know how much just, like, having a dude like fucking Josh Giddy would do. Like, mm. even, even, um, I always forget this dude's name. Who's the backup center? Jock Landau. Yeah, Jock Landau. <laughs> I always forget his name. But Jock Landau's, like, a good fever player. Yeah. Ben yeah. Simmons. Oh, yeah. He should be perfect still for it, really. Yeah. 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 But, like, yeah. We've never seen it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like, we have not seen him wear an Australia jersey. Yeah. yeah. Maybe an under 16. And, and that, that would be the redemption arc. That you know, if we're being completely cynical, would get him the extension. <laughs> yeah, a good season with the Brooklyn Nets, who like make the playoffs without having to go through the play-in, yeah. and then he goes and wins bronze at the Olympics or whatever. Yeah, the Boomers, yeah. and they'll be like, bang, yeah, thirty-five million from the Orlando. It's Magic just, or it's, it's a photo of him <laughs> hugging Josh Giddy at the end. Yeah, it's like, oh, man, the Boomers, and it's just like reframing the Joe Ingles Patty one. Um, all right, my final bold take, which look, you saved your boulders for the end. So did I. Um, I think Dallas Mavericks are going to miss the playoffs um, right now Kyrie is in his love bombing phase um, and he's just like saying how much he loves the coaches and he loves the organisation the organisation that slowly had some horrible reports coming out of it like oh there might be a few shit people in here um, their death is dog shit they're starting I mean at least in the preseason they were starting Derek Lively oh and, and Olivier Mox and Maxon's Prosper um, I'm fine if you want to start a rookie and then just like take him out five minutes into the game but like um don't play him properly yeah and but what's the other option like Rashawn Holmes Dwight Powell Maxi Cleaver um 
the only guys with real upside are Josh Green and Jaden Hardy. And it's like, well, what are they going to be like? Mm. Josh Green might cap out at Tim Hardaway Jr., mm. right? Maybe mm. with a bit, bit better on defense. Mm. And like Jaden Hardy, like, I think he could be very good, but there's also that, that might just be like a 5% or 1% proposal. Mm. Um, Luka Doncic, when things are going bad, like when it rains, it's sports for him. Yeah. I think both in a micro sense when we you know if he's if he's getting a few bad foul calls all of a sudden he's going to get a lot more because he's going to get angry um but also across the whole entire season the the and the whole the flop with slovenia as well yeah. and how how fucking like he played great but just how just how pissed off he got mm. um yeah just uh the vibes aren't very good in dallas and we know that this is the best curry Irving's ever going to get mm. in terms of like a personality thing he hasn't even spoken out about Israel or Palestine at the moment. So we're, we're, I reckon he's saving that for opening Dodging night. Bullet there. He's saving that for opening night and he's going to somehow pull a suspension out of it. Yeah. Um, and you know, he's going to have the most unexpected take on it. So. <laughs> yeah. He's, he's, gonna, he's, he's probably got like an essay about Egypt. Yeah. Just ready to go. And it's like, maybe talk about someone else. Yeah. Yeah. Relocate the Israeli people to the Sinai. Um, it, it's, it's really... It's really hard to say Luka Doncic, a Luka Doncic team doesn't make the playoffs. Like, yeah. but they didn't last year. Yeah. And I actually think, I actually think that last like run with Kyrie, I think it was weird. Like, I don't think something, hmm. something wasn't right. And I don't think it was just that Kyrie think, was on the team. Like, <laughs> like, cause it just felt like nothing went right for them in those games. Yeah, like, no, nothing went right. They've obviously got the stink because yeah. of Jason Kidd. But remember when Kyrie and him were passing the ball back? Yeah, yeah. I think it was against the Wolves yeah. and they couldn't decide who was going to yeah. take the final shot. Yeah, yeah. It was, it was absurd. I, I don't know. And you see that in the NBA when players get traded mid-season and they're like, fuck. Like it's actually really hard to play with, you know, mm. another superstar who you haven't spent the last sixty games playing with. Especially when he loves the ball. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But I also like, like the West is gonna be that that section of the West, which they're now in because they're not in the, they're not in the like quasi contender realm of the West yeah, at the moment, yeah. like at all. The part of the West they're in is so competitive. Like yeah. it's got lots of teams who are. You know, like you got your OKCs who are going to be getting better. Um, I'd say, yeah, with the Pels and the Warriors. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. The Pels, the Warriors, like Minnesota have like a lot to, you know, redeem themselves for as well. (laughs) Slash a lot to lose. The Clippers could be, if the Clippers are healthy, like they'll be in that Mm. group, but also like should quickly transcend that group as well. Like if Paul George and Kawhi Leonard are both playing at even 80% Mm. and playing 80% of their games, like they're very quickly going to break away from that path. Um, and so like, then there's only like, there's only like two or three teams that are like noticeably worse than Dallas, you know, like mm. your San Antonio's, um, your Utah's, your Houston's. I think those are the three. Oh, and, and Portland, sorry. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, yeah. And then you're right back where you are, where you were last season, which is like right at the bottom of the plane or like mm. even failing to make it into the plane. Mm. So like, it's going to be a tough season for them. It's going to be a really tough season for Luca. I do think like he has the ability to just like put the team on his back and make everyone look better. But it's like, yeah, does Kyrie just like, does he just cut a whole slice of that pie out? You know, because mm. like a huge part of the last few frustrating years with Luca has been like, um, not with Luca, with the Dallas Mavericks has been like, okay, Luca's supporting cast is pretty shit, but he makes them all look really good. Yeah. And like, 
Look, you can't make Kyrie look good just because of like the sort of players yeah. they are. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, yeah. That's, that's a great point. Like, it's not like, oh, Kyrie's going to shoot 45% on spot ups. Mm. And it's like, yeah, he might, but that's not what, that's not why you're paying him $35 no. million. Dollars. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, he's going to average 22 points a game whether he's yeah. taking them all off the dribble or all catch a shit. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Um, and he's on the wrong side of 30. And, yeah, yeah. And he's Kyrie Irving. Yeah, like. he's a piece of shit. <laughs> it's. A lot of bad vibes entering this season. Yeah, um, yeah. But also, like, the bad vibes are paired with a high ceiling, mm. which is, I guess, good. Yeah, yeah. Um, like, it should mean make for some really competitive basketball. Yeah, like, like, like if the Mavs might play the 76ers in the finals. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. We're like, oh my god! And it's like, you know, they they make a mid season trade. The, the Mavericks they make mm. a mid season trade for Jeremy Grant. And yeah. it's like, well, it was a pretty fun roster. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Two. Two perennial MVP favorites are playing on like the most stinky teams in the league. Yeah, 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 yeah. but it's just like greatness. Man. Yeah, can't believe I fucking said that. Um, before we get into the news, do you want to take a break? Yeah. So, do you like my shirt? I actually really do. It's really nice. Yeah. Um, Bought it a couple of weeks ago, op shopping with the twins. Yeah. Um, which is a funny thing you say, but I also say for similar reasons. What? <laughs> Francesca and Leandro. Oh, right. Um, yeah, yeah. So, got this shirt, really good, two bucks. I went up and it's like one of the greatest op shop transactions. I was like, hey, man, how much for the shirt? And he's like, $2. And <laughs> I'm like, oh, okay, here you are, mate, just cash. I'm not even going to ask the fucking C word mm. for him, which is also a C word. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, took it home. Gave it a wash, put it on. I'm like, oh, fuck, there's a fucking stain mm. right here. Psst, psst, psst. The, the, the shit, you know, the stain yeah, shit. Yeah, yeah, blah, yeah. Blah, yeah. Blah. Washed it, hasn't come out, still stained. But it's a really nice shirt. <laughs> so I've just proceeded to wear it. <laughs> I can't even notice the stain. Oh, like, I mean, I can see it now. I think there's also a bigger, a bigger stain. Ah, you know what? Yeah. Sloppy's in this summer. Like. Life's too short, <laughs> man. But I was also thinking I'll just wear it to like the pub and stuff. Yeah. And then just like be like, oh, I fucking spilled something yeah. on myself <laughs> at the start of every night. And then be like, oh, I fucking done it again. So much so that I start to get a reputation for spilling. Right. So I Sloppy don't even, Sean. Yeah. I won't even have to say it anymore. Yeah. I'll just be like, what's on his fucking shirt? But so that's better than wearing a stained shirt is having a reputation as the guy always feels <laughs> Yeah, that's the himself. problem because I've only got one stained yeah, shirt. Yeah, yeah. See, yeah, I'm, I'm wearing a, I'm wearing just a white uh, Kmart singlet. Mm. Um, and, oh, this one's not too bad, but it's, yeah, like a, I do anything in it and yeah. it gets stained and it's like, well, yeah, that just has to be the look, doesn't it? Are you like, like eating all the zoning with your hands and then just wiping <laughs> it on your belly? <laughs> nothing, nothing that drastic. Nothing that drastic. My mum... God bless her, but God, she must be the messiest eater in the world. I don't really. We will prob- probably once a week we'll get a falafel. We work together. Um, we'll get a falafel from very good falafel on. Yeah. Oh no, just falafs. The one, the what, whichever one is on Sydney Road. Yeah, Maybe it's very good. Yeah, yeah. And without fail, she'll get um, fucking hummus or whatever. Just all wow. every, every single time. Like, That's probably a good fail. one to spill though. Yeah. yeah. Oh, for sure. Yeah. For if you sure. pick in, it's it, mass. It's just the consistency. You know? <laughs> It's a hundred percent strike rate, and she's always like, oh, "I always get this on myself." We'll make a change. <laughs> How did you progress your legacy today? Yeah. Damn yeah. right. Fuck. Um, <laughs> let's talk news. 
What's our first story tonight, Sean? Um, so the Oklahoma City Thunder have traded for Kevin Porter Jr. and they're waving him immediately, according to Adrian Wojnarowski of ESPN. Um, OKC is receiving two second round picks. Do you want to hear who they're from? <laughs> Doesn't matter. Uh, and Houston are getting Victor Oladipo and Jeremiah Robinson Earl. Um, Oladipo's out for the whole entire season. If he does yeah. come back, it's like after the trade mm-hmm. deadline. Mm-hmm. So I'm not even gonna. I'm not even gonna fucking talk about trades for Victor Oladipo. Yeah. Um, so OKC okay, so eat sixteen point nine million dollars this year, and Kevin Porter Jr., who was a walking red flag. Mm-hmm. Um, his contract has been fully. It was fully non guaranteed mm-hmm. for all four years that he signed it. They're obviously not going to pick him up because he isn't playing basketball yeah. because he's a piece of shit. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, I can go on a little bit and say, oh, but you know, two second round picks for five point five one million dollars. Mm. This is like the this is the test case of, of what pick value is to picks to dollars um, is in the modern NBA. But this is like this the the Houston Rockets should have just waved him. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yes, they saved five million dollars, but like the fact that it was like okay, this dude. Um, abused his partner. Now let's look for a trade partner so we can save a couple of dollars. It's like the, the the answer should be just fucking get yeah, rid of him. Yeah. Um, and you guys talked about the Miles Bridges situation on the JVG tribute show. Um, I think you were spot on with what you said. Um, and I know we joked about it a year ago, but the NBA is seriously taking a tolerance approach yeah. to domestic violence. Hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I've I've said this before, but it's like when something like this happens, it just shouldn't be a discussion of like. Oh, like, what's the NBA going to do? What's the team going to do? Like, are they going to trade him to get off of his money? Um, and then the, I remember when there was the first, like, when the story first came out and it first entered the, like, you know, the NBA trade guy universe and it was like, oh, well, would it be good to get his contract? Because then if the NBA decides to, like, you know, mm. um, decides to, like, make it dead money, yeah. then you open up all this cap space. It's like, yeah. what a depressing thing to be talking about. <laughs> um, and then uh, this is, I think this is even worse because, like, it hasn't really opened up much cap space. And for a team that's already, like, thrown so much money at people in free agency, like, mm-hmm. like, Houston have taken, and we'll talk about this a bit later, but like Houston have taken this approach of like, you know, oh, fuck, we have all these young guys and they're not very good. We'll get like not very good old guys who earn more money than them in to help them. Mm. So it's not like, it's not like they're opening up, like slowly opening up room for a Giannis and Tetacumpo size contract or some, something yeah. like that. It's just like a really kind of sad piece of accounting. Yeah. Um, and yeah, like, you know, the long and short of it is they just should away from <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, 100%. Um, from the non-KPG element, um, I'm really happy Jeremiah, Jeremiah Robinson Earl is out of OKC. Yeah. Um, they obviously traded up to get him a couple of years ago, but I just didn't like seeing him there. Like, mm. he's just... He's he's one of those he's one of those big men, and Trace Jackson Davies is a bit like this as well, where it's like, okay, your best thing is you know, when you're in college, you run the fucking whole thing through you. And it's like, oh my God, you won 16 college games or whatever the fuck a good number is. <laughs> and it's like, this dude's a playmaker and he gets to the NBA and it's like, oh, you're actually, you're actually 6'9 or something. Mm. And it's like, oh, well, you, you can't defend the rim, but you're 21 years old and you're just getting bullied by all these older men. So mm. you can't actually create it the four what the fuck do you do? And like, it looks sick on his college, his college highlight reels, but it's like, you know, they, they're like a man without a country mm. and it's really hard to break in and be Alper and Shangun 
Um, because yeah. a lot of the time you are just Jeremiah Robertson Earl who just like soaks up a bit of minutes for a tanking team and then you go away. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, OKC loves those guys. You yeah. Know? Like your Pokus <laughs> and your Robies and your stuff where it's like, oh, yeah, okay, yeah. you don't actually have a skill set that works, but like yeah. try and find a way for it to work. Yeah. And like, I don't think it's really paid off, <laughs> paid off for them yet, but you know, yeah. that's the approach they, they were. I, I mean, and you know, maybe this is a bit of a signal that it's like, all right, well, we want to start winning now. We need yeah. to stop experimenting with yeah, these like yeah. kind of weird young guys. Like, but but fair play to them. Like yeah. you know, if you if you if you've got all the picks, try, try and draft them. If one of them is Nikola Jokic, that's sick. Yeah. If none of them are, they're second round picks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. All right, let's move on to the next piece of news. Uh, Nikola Jokic's <laughs> boss, Kelvin Booth, uh, had some choice comments in an interview with Kevin O'Connor of The Ringer. Which a day later, being today, he said uh, on ESPN2, I don't mm. know if it was commentating or radio, but he said, he said, quote, under no circumstances would I make or approve these comments for public consideration. <laughs> now, I'll say the comments. Um, first, Calvin Booth on Bruce Brown. Quote, some of these teams were trying to get, uh, were trying to get Bruce, trying to make it worth it. It's like, just be careful what you wish for. <laughs> Peyton Watson's bigger. He's longer. He's more athletic. He guards better. He passes better. He doesn't have the experience and he's not as good offensively yet, but we need uh, defense more than we need offense on our team. Which is like, that's, yeah, I, I'll be like, okay, fair enough. You're defending the guy that you drafted and you traded into drafting. But then second, second quote on Bones Highland, um, quote, I knew you couldn't have two guys that couldn't guard and we couldn't have two guys that were young and kind of more me guys. Mike makes $30 million. Michael Malone. <laughs> Michael Malone or Michael Porter Jr.? <laughs> it's got to be Michael Porter Jr., right? <laughs> yeah, it is. He's one of the best shooters in the NBA. So, Bones, there's no place for you. Um, this was part of an article uh, Kevin O'Connor wrote where it's like talking... Kelvin Booth is talking about setting up a dynasty yeah, for years yeah, to come. Yeah, yeah. And, like, did he not read it? Did he, did he... As soon as he said that shit, was he not like, hey, don't publish yeah. this, but this cunt sucks. <laughs> Um, it's crazy that this got published and he said no why the fuck would I want that published it's just so funny as well like they're just such yeah. like out of pocket things to be saying about like any NBA player let yeah, alone like yeah. um, like if you if you want to take away like kind of how bad of a team PR move it is it's like what are you talking about like we all saw Bruce Brown last yeah, year yeah. like he was like kind of you know like He's the M- NBA Cognoscenti's uh, beloved uncut gem, you know? Yeah, like, yeah. He's, um, he was your fifth best player on a title yeah, team. Yeah, yeah hard um, to find. And then, like, yeah, you're talking about Peyton Watson, someone who, no, like, no, no one knows anything about. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I'm sure you do. You're the, you're the GM. Like, you drafted him, you scouted him. He's got round face disease. Um, but then, <laughs> and shitting on Bones Island, I'm, I'm all for that. Oh, like, I think we're all on team shit on Bones. But like, Michael Porter Jr. is on your team. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. And like, the, you yeah. Know. the fact that you were like, man, we had to trade one of these shit guns. Yeah, yeah. And one of us making 30, so it was easy to get rid of the guy who raps. <laughs> and also, like, you know, the guy who was noticeably worse. Like, you know, Michael Porter Jr. is still played an important yeah. role in the Denver, Denver Nuggets hey, championship. He might be their fifth best player. <laughs> <laughs> now. <laughs> well, yeah. watch out. Peyton Watson's coming. Yeah. Um, yeah. Somebody grab a tail. <laughs> <laughs> um, and when... Um... <laughs> oh, God. That's so bad, Sean. Um, and when... <laughs> Christ almighty, man. <laughs> You're in trouble for that one. <laughs> You're in the doghouse. Um, but, like, when, when this first came out, I was almost like... Uh, is this like 
Calvin Booth trying to prove that he's not like a patsy, that he's not like <laughs> that he's not like Stan Kroenke's uh, you yeah. know lap dog or whatever. Being like, I'm I'm a I'm a maverick GM. Like, yeah, you know, I yeah, just kind yeah. of I'm I'm brutal. I'll do whatever I want. But like now that he's walked it back, it's obvious that he's just kind of stupid. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. You know? Yeah, and it's like you didn't let Bruce Brown walk. Because no. Bruce Brown fucking sucks, man. You let him walk because he's going to cost you money. Yeah. And the Cronkies don't want to spend money. Well, they, I, don't, I mean, I don't... They literally couldn't afford him, could they? Like, was there scope for them to, to match that offer? Like, no, unless no. they dumped someone, yeah. which, which are less worried about. But yeah, it, didn't, yeah. it was... Yeah. To, they would have to trade trade away, like, an important piece. Yeah, yeah, exactly um, right, yeah. But, yeah, I guess that sort of moots my point, doesn't it? <laughs> but it's not like, okay, well, Bruce Brown's gone, time to... Well, they brought in Justin Holiday, And so Justin Holiday and Peyton Watson better make up for a dude that guards one through four and can yeah. play make and can... Yeah, yeah, and then the plays ring. the five on offense. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, Peyton Watson... Um, he hasn't done much, man. Like he, he 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 played some games at the end of the year because like you know how Mark Malone just doesn't yeah. trust any young yeah, dudes yeah, at all. Yeah. So he played. Peyton Watson played at the end of the year, um, and I remember he tweeted. He was like, "It's my time," and he like he scored twelve points. And he retweeted his highlights, and we're like, "Peyton Watson's here." And then like I think I remember seeing like Jokic like actively laughing at him. Yeah. And then he like he was still like walking around like, "Man, just hit a massive three. We're about to lose by thirty to the Rockets." <laughs> And the Oakers is just like, holy fuck, there yeah. are, there's so much more important stuff going on. Meanwhile, Bruce Brown's uh, just quietly and secretly getting adult film stars pregnant. That's that's how him he is. <laughs> and making $40 million. Yeah. Um, Pretty funny. Yeah, like really, uh, honestly, one of the funniest things I've heard this offseason. Um, Probably on par with James Harden at the Chinese basketball camp. <laughs> <laughs> from, a, from a journalism point of view... Like, I know when I write my articles for work, I just send everything back to the people who I interview, right? It's, and I, I don't have much experience or any experience mm. in any other companies, but I assume as, if you're doing a profile piece with Kelvin yeah. Booth, maybe even if it wasn't a profile piece, if it was just a piece, you would want to check with him and that he's okay with yeah. what you've written. Yeah, but I mean, there is also that journalism thing of it where it's like, you don't want people to look at the article and be like, oh, I don't like how you've, portrayed what I've said right mm. because it's like well you did say it mm. and like I'm allowed to make my own sort of assumptions and framing off that yeah, yeah. like when I you know I, I mean I only I was only an intern but when I interned for like mastheads you know it was like they were actually like don't send them the article yeah. they were like you know if they say anything they're like oh like are you sure you want to say that on record but like yeah, yeah, you don't yeah. want to give the subject the sort of opportunity that oh actually I don't really like the way I came off there yeah and I think in this situation honestly like I mean maybe KOC didn't check with him like didn't send him the article but also mm. like you can't say things like that to a journalist <laughs> yeah yeah and not yeah. immediately as you said like not immediately be like oh actually like yeah, can, yeah, can yeah. you not can you not can that be off the record yeah, because like yeah. if you say that to a journalist they're like yeah of course like, like and, and then maybe on a podcast in like a month they're like yeah, well, actually, like, I've been hearing that Calvin Booth's been slandering off yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Bruce Brown behind yeah. closed doors or whatever. Like, yeah, if you're, I imagine he was either on Zoom or he met yeah. him in person, and then he sat down and had chat to him and said, hey, I'm going to write a profile piece and just talk about the Denver Nuggets and yeah. the potential dynasty. And then he just let this slip. Yeah. Maybe he's stupid. 
Yeah. Um, yeah, 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 yeah. Well, and Kevin O'Connor, you're probably you're like, oh, yeah, he's he's Kevin O'Connor. He's one of the, the fun ringer guys. I'll be a bit looser with him yeah, or whatever. Like, yeah, you yeah. have a comfortable relationship with him. Yeah, but still. Kelvin Booth is sitting there like, Kevin O'Bonner, Kevin, o- <laughs> Kevin, o- Kevin, o- Kevin o- fucking whatever he's... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I understand you, buddy. Yeah. Um, no, I think he's... I think he's stupid and I think um <laughs> I think all Denver Nuggets fans should die <laughs> alright so the next piece of news <laughs> the Houston Rockets have trade interest in Malcolm Brogdon that's fair enough yeah that's that's good I, I have trade interest in Malcolm Brogdon <laughs> Alec Burks okay famously bad at basketball for the last three years and Taylor Horton Tucker Jesus uh, what's that ordering by the way usually it goes from good to bad yeah. I feel like they've, they've snuck in Alec Burks um, this is coming from Jake Fisher of Yahoo Sports like fucking you can have them if you want yeah for sure man <laughs> they're absolutely all, they're all available you've also got a roster crunch because you just picked up two guys for one yeah uh, while dumping KPJ um, so they're going to have to waive someone I guess maybe just trade multiple guys for Malcolm Brogdon I feel like they're even more stuffed than that though like I feel like they have like a lot of training camp guys where it's like oh okay <laughs> like, yeah, well, they, just, they just have to get they had to essentially give away Usman Garuba and Ty yeah, Ty Washington yeah, yeah, for free yeah, yeah exactly right because they were up against it then they've just added one more person <laughs> um, fuck that's pretty big list um, <laughs> so like what's What's the what's the idea here? Like, what's yeah. what's the plan going in for all these like really average basketball players? Like, wait, wait before before you keep going, I'm just having a look at the players on their roster, and if they've been recently signed or drafted or extended, they can't be traded. Mm. So, guys, they can trade. <laughs> Jay Jay Sean Tate. Yep. Alperen Shingun. Mm-hmm. Well, they're not going to do Green or Shingun. No. Uh, they, I guess they could reroute Victor Oladipo. Mm-hmm. Um, did they sign Aaron Holiday this year? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. They, they, it's literally, do you want Jay Sean Tate? What about Monjanovic? No, he, he signed an extension. Really? Yeah, he, got a, he signed an extension. My word. I mean, who the fuck's Nate, Nate Hinton? Reggie Bullock Senior? He just signed. <laughs> Yeah, no, I just wanted to bring up that he's Reggie Bullock Senior. Yeah, now. never a good thing for basketball yeah. players when you add the the famous they, SR. Their career usually falls off a falls off a um, cliff at that point. Yeah, um, that's crazy. And like, I don't think you want to trade Jay Sean Tate. Like, yeah, he's, he's good. Yeah, he's like, like he's like a better Tari Eason. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> he's yeah, he's the one like good young role player you have developed in in this time you spent in the wilderness. Yeah. Um, yeah. In, instead and of he's that. 28 yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, well, have, have you been what's the what's the yeah. well it's it's just it's just so bizarre like that this is the route they decide to go down on at this stage mm. in their young players careers like I understand why because it's like at a certain point Jalen Green has to start playing with good basketball players like mm. um, but like also, he hasn't elevated himself to the point where it's like, oh, okay, he's this good. Like, like he really should have made, I know, like, it's probably not the best example, but he should have made that, like, Anthony Edwards jump where it's like, okay, this guy's, like, a, he's an all-star. Yeah, like, yeah, he's yeah. so clearly the future of your team. Mm. And, like, that's just not, that is just not clear at all. I know it's only year three, but it should kind of, you should be starting to get that idea about your, you know, top three draft pick at, at yeah. this stage. Yeah, yeah. Um, and so instead, yeah, they've just gone and assembled like a bunch of like some good basketball players. They're like Fred Van Vliet, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. 
Uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm honestly Dylan struggling Brooks. past that. Like Dylan Brooks <laughs> could be good, but also he could just make this team so much more cringe. Yeah. Um. I mean, Jock Landell's like a. I, I like that. Like I like the ideal of like a Landell Shangoon kind of mm. center rotation. Yeah. I, I like the idea of it, but like. Is, is this really how you're going to get anywhere close to a championship? Like, yeah, yeah. Or do you just let these guys like two, three year contracts run their course and then what? Like, yeah. Oh, fuck. Then you hope like Amen Thompson is, you know, uh, an all-star level player. Like, well, if he is, you're not going to find out until three years. Yeah, yeah, like, exactly it's, right. like, I drafted him in fantasy because mm. I really like him. Mm. Um, and I think he looks sick in the summer league, but it's like, what the... Yeah. What, what the hell, man? Like, yeah, and like... Like I mean, he's not a, he's not a guaranteed starter for this team either. Yeah, like, yeah. Just be, yeah. because of the quote unquote talent that they've and added to this roster. Or is he in the rotation? Oh, he's got to be in the rotation, man. Because <laughs> he's so good. He's yeah. the fourth pick. Yeah. Also, they had the fourth pick, and now they're just signing all the. It's, yeah. You you rarely see that. Yeah. To sign all like the Jeff Green. Yeah. Jeff Green yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 No, like you know, I mean, it's it's nice having Jeff Green in the room, but do you really need him? When, yeah. When this yeah. is the. This is where your basketball franchise is. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Um, should we wrap up with some Harden stuff? Yeah, why not? I think I think we talked about it a lot, but um, <laughs> I'll read out all the headlines. Um, Harden hasn't been with the Sixers since Sunday, according to Sham Strania, the Athletic. Uh, the Clippers are unwilling to include Terrence Mann uh, and extra picks in a trade from Jake Fisher. Um, the Sixers are prepared to sideline Harden if he doesn't play hard. So. Pretty much saying he's going to sideline him. Um, and Daryl Morey puts the blame on the Clippers front office for not getting a deal done. The boy who cried draft capital. <laughs> what, what do you want to say about well, this? Well, that, that last bit from Daryl Morey, like, uh, yeah, yeah, you're basically blaming them for not giving you what you want. Which yeah. Is, yeah, like Terrence Mann. Yeah. And, like, I think it, it speaks volumes, like we were saying, of the kind of you know, the despair of the situation that Terrence Mann is the piece that they won't give up that you want because, like, mm. hey, he's not going to move the needle for you um, mm. when he's in Philly. Um, yeah, I don't... I, I just... I don't see the light at the end of the tunnel for the Sixers in this situation. Yeah. And I feel like the Clippers... Like, I don't, I don't think Harden is, like, a necessary piece for the Clippers to be good this year. Like, we, we all know the thing that's going to make the Los Angeles Clippers the best is 70... 65 games each from Paul George and mm. Kawhi Leonard like that's it really mm. um, and obviously Harden will make will make them better but like there's just absolutely no impetus for them to you know to throw the baby out with the bathwater going out for him like, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah whereas the Sixers kind of have every impetus to do that yeah just just a bit depressing <laughs> just it's really depressing <laughs> it'd be really funny if you got benched yeah but uh, I don't know like a I don't know, but the whole thing where he was going to sign with Houston, then Ime mm. Durka like supported, like reportedly nixed it because mm. they said, "What are, what are your goals for next season?" And he's like, "Oh, to win a scoring title again." <laughs> what the fuck, man? Like, it's just eh. yeah, yeah. Um, it's not even really like it's that fun to watch him play basketball anymore. Like, yeah, I sometimes yeah. you, you know, like. When Kevin Durant is unhappy, you're kind of like, "All right, I know, you're going to fuck up the league." Yeah. forcing your move but like at least I get to see Kevin Durant yeah. in like a good situation yeah. because it's really really fun to watch you play but James yeah. like James Harden since maybe like I don't know those 
first six months in Philly, like it just hasn't been yeah, fun to yeah, watch. Yeah. It. Remember they they had like a back to back against Utah and New mm. York, and he's like, I've never played this much. Like I've never had this much fun playing basketball. Mm. Mm. And it's like, yeah, but you and I would have fun playing against that mixed team. Yeah. But um, yeah, it's like when Damian Lillard goes to the Bucks, mm. it's like, oh my god, this dude's out of a bad situation, and I can't wait to see what they do. They're title contenders. Wherever James Harden goes, like I, I was at lunchtime, I went on the sticks. <laughs> and put James Harden on the Clippers to see how it would play. And it's 2K, so like Ross Westbrook's still very, very good. Yeah, so yeah, it's just yeah, a good yeah, team yeah. anyway. Um, but yeah, it's, it's like... The OKC Thunder with Kawhi yeah, Leonard yeah. and Paul George. Yeah. <laughs> but but when, um, when slash if Harden goes to the Clippers, Bleacher Report's going to post their graphic with the, the jerseys already cropped mm. on Photoshop, right? <laughs> But, like, it's not that exciting. No. It's like, oh, you got a 34-year-old point guard who wants to shoot more and take away from the two better players. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's, yeah and who's probably going to be unfit or injured, like, yeah. you know, not just as much as they are. But, like, you know, if you're a Los Angeles Clippers fan and you're going to the Crypto.com arena <laughs> to watch a Los Angeles Clippers game, like, you're, you're, you're seeing, like, your chances of seeing one of the four former All-Stars on the team, yeah, yeah. like, in this scenario yeah. are like pretty slim like, yeah yeah, yeah, <laughs> you know, yeah yeah i mean russell westbrook might play 82 games but like you know mm. what what russell westbrook are you going to get every night yeah, yeah. um so uh, yeah there's not even that kind of allure of at least seeing a former mvp playing fun basketball like that's yeah stupid though. yeah um all right i think uh, that miserable note is a good time as any to finish <laughs> um two things before we finish first one uh sign up to our newsletter mm-hmm. um i guess the link right now is just on the website if you go onto our website in the top right hand corner we should make that more available actually i'll put it on the fucking link tree yeah nice yeah. we have a link tree yeah. um and that website it's the deep two.com it's so aware, simple if you weren't aware um and the bit that i couldn't sneak in anywhere is that i was on um you know at the top of the pod i was on um i was on nba league pass um and or game time whatever and you said hey it's Wait, is it actually called game time now uh, i used no i used to be yeah. um <laughs> it used to be called Game Time, but you uh, you said it's gotten better, mm. right? And I agree. I think it has gotten better, but on the desktop, it's like you'll I'll go on, I'll change the volume, and then I'll move my mouse off and I move my mouse back on, and it doesn't move, right? Mm. And it, the the bar doesn't come up, so the only way to get off it is to just completely quit Chrome. <laughs> Minor problem, but there's fucking something else missing. Like last year, I could watch every single Mets 82 game <laughs> and I tried to find it <laughs> and I can't I can't seem to get it anywhere uh, that's right. very good that's very good I mean don't the people oh no they don't even have that other guy on the, on, on their team anymore who was Wemby's like um, oh, Bilal Koulibaly no 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 who was the old who was the old cunt oh, um, I, I didn't watch it there, there was a <laughs> <laughs> I, I honestly, the only Mets 82 game I watched was him versus Scoot in the sh- yeah, 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 yeah. Look, we're going to have to come back to this next time. <laughs> next time I'm on the deep two. Because the, oh, the old man with, yeah, it's like yeah. Dick Gohart. Yeah, 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 Dick yeah. Gohart. That's exactly right. <laughs> yeah, it's like, oh, mum's so fat or something. No, ho, ho fat. Oh, yeah. You're, um, ho, you're fat or something. Uh... What's his name? Dick Game Week. Steve Ho You Fat. Yeah. yeah. yeah Steve right. Dick Game Week. Yeah. Because I mean that yeah, that would be enough to have him on NBA game time. Yeah. yeah. 
It used to be called Game Time, I think. Yeah, right. Or okay. if I'm... Yeah, whatever. Just... Uh, they spent way too much time rebranding it and not enough time actually building it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Marco, I will speak to you next week on Opening Night. See you then. Um, yeah.